1880s, a large increase in Japanese migration to the United States was prevalent. What caused them to emigrate to America so suddenly? Japan was facing many drastic economic, social, and political changes during this time. These changes served as great hardships for these Japanese people. So they came for a better life? Yes. The United States of America had more opportunities and better agriculture compared to Japan. Oh, wait. I thought the Japanese were treated really badly once they reached America. Indeed they were, but facing these hardships was still a better way of life than living in Japan's decreasing lifestyle. Ethan, can you please give me examples of the hardships that the Japanese people encountered while they were in America? A large quantity of Japanese people migrated to the West Coast area, primarily California, and when they first arrived here, they did not assimilate well. They arrived and were immediately denied of their culture. Their culture was immensely different from the American culture, and because of this, they were largely discriminated against. Also, Ethan, weren't the Japanese immigrants discriminated against because they took, they quickly took positions in the labor force, resulting in harsh relations with American citizens because of their rivaling search for work? Yes, members of the Japanese labor force stole opportunity and income from American citizens. This caused hostile tensions between the Japanese and American people, primarily in California. Did the Japanese only migrate to California? No. Although a large amount of Japanese lived on the West Coast, primarily California, the majority of the Japanese immigrants was to, went to Hawaii. How neat is that? Did they face the same discrimination in Hawaii as they did in California? No. In Hawaii, Japanese people assimilated well because large amounts of the Japanese immigrants worked on plantations. The Japanese were crucial for the success of plantation owners, considering they made up a large percent of the Hawaii labor force. So, the plantation owners accepted Japanese cultures to keep their labor force. So, is this Japanese culture still shown in Hawaii today? Yes. Their culture was shown not only in Hawaii, but also throughout the United States. The Japanese quickly became the largest Asian ethnic group in the United States, resulting in much of their culture blending with ours. That's pretty neat! Was discrimination and not assimilating the, other, the only hardships faced by the Japanese? Nope. Japanese also faced segregation, vandalism, and in severe cases, persecution. Did the Japanese ever try to revolt against the United States? No. The Japanese wanted to show that they remained and stood loyal to the U.S., even throughout the segregation of San Francisco schools and the internment of Japanese-American citizens. But we'll get into that later. So did the government do anything to stop the segregation of San Francisco schools, or did it just slowly come to an end? Yes, they did. President Theodore Roosevelt wrote a letter to the Commerce and Labor Secretary, Victor Metcalf, stating that they must persuade the San Francisco School Board to change its decision in segregating the schools so that the Japanese and United States government relations stay healthy. So did persuading the San Francisco School Board to desegregate fix all the problems? 1907. This agreement calmed relations between America and Japan because it stated that may immigrate to the United States. The only immigration between them officials. This maintained a healthy relation between Japan. Did your relationship come to an end after Japan bombed Pearl Harbor? Yes, after Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, the U.S. felt threatened by the Japanese Americans because they believed that they were Japanese spies living amongst the Americans. So, what did we do about getting rid of the Japanese spies living in the United States during World War II? All people of Japanese descent were forced into internment camps. Concentration camps? No, not exactly. Internment camps were different. The Japanese were forced into internment camps for relocation. Concentration camps were used by the Germans to kill anyone of Jewish descent. Although living conditions in internment camps were harsh, there was no form of torture or slaughtering. When did the Japanese get out of the internment camps? 
The Japanese were forced to stay in these camps for four years and eventually released after the end of World War II by President Truman. When they got back to Japan, did they have any personal possessions? By the time that the Japanese were released from the camps, all of their possessions had been stolen from them. In 1988, President Ronald Reagan signed a bill that gave back to all the Japanese people who were forced into these camps. If they were treated so poorly and they had to stay for so long, did they remain loyal to the U.S. or did they migrate back to Japan? Most of the Japanese population remained loyal to the U.S. and some even joined the military to show their loyalties to America. They withstood all of these miserable conditions in order to show how loyal they were to the United States of America. Them staying true to the U.S. earned their equal rights and fair treatment in this beautiful country. So would you say that all the hardships they encountered and pushed through the reason that they are respected citizens with rights today? Yes. Not too often do you get all this neatness in one location. This podcast is brought to you by Ethan Amade, Kent Pellerin, and Christian Clayson. Music provided by Wii Sports. Sponsored by... Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. <laughs>